Hello and welcome to the Time to Ride podcast with me, Simon, the spokesman, Macruth. This week, my guest is former National Junior Road Race champion, Stefan Wilson. Can you hear me, Steph? I can hear you, mate, yeah. Yeah, can you click on your video and uh, I can see you then. Your video. Your video's closed off. Ah, there you go. All you right. got it, mate. Perfect. I can see, there you go. Excellent. <laughs> At last. <laughs> we got there eventually, mate. It's only taken a day, mate. Well, some things are... Some oh, things are some things How are, you going, mate? I'm good, mate. Good. God, you've got an Australian twang. Really? I'm the tan. Uh, oh, yeah, the tan's all right, yeah. <laughs> hey, there are perks yeah. to it. For somebody who's washed up, mate, you're looking extremely well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, well, welcome to Time to Ride, mate. Um, thanks very much for agreeing to come on to this. Um, nice. For those that don't know, um, yeah, we used to ride on the same team for a while, but very briefly, I think, uh, 2001, yes. 2002. Um, was it was a bit Burnside ago, very long time ago, wasn't it? It's like, yeah, I think we've all grown up a bit since then. Yeah, it's um, it's a long time, mate. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day. It was that for, I think I think it all started in that pub, didn't it? I mean, was it? Um, it was in Kirkland, wasn't it? Kirkland yeah. pub, yeah. And and I can't think of the name of it. Uh, not, wheat sheaf. Wheat sheaf. I think, wheat sheaf. I think wheat it's the wheat sheaf. sheaf. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, very strange goings on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was going? Bernie side wheelers. That was it. Yeah, that was uh, it, mate. It was. But I think we went on a training camp, or I'm going to say an in inverted commas training camp, to Spain <laughs> for two weeks. Torox. 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 Just up from Malaga. Yeah. Um, quite hilly. But what an eventful couple of weeks that was. Yes, um, it think, was. I think I got brought down on the first day. <laughs> so I was sticking was right, to the yeah. bed. Um, and oh, then yeah, I, you did get, I think, I, I think oh, the uh, it was wet. Is it wet? I think it was, and I think, the, the um, I, I think the um, the team leader was the cause of that incident. I think Disco that was his nickname. Disco, <laughs> Disco. um, yeah, um, he did more riding of the locals than riding his bike, if my memory serves me <laughs> right. right. That was right. Um, I think it was the landlady of the house that we were. That we, were, that we were yeah. that we were renting, yeah. Oh, yeah. dear me! But, and I, uh, I seem to remember one night waking up in the early hours and finding, I think, you and Gary um, loitering in the in in the living area because we'd heard some strange goings on, or it sounded like he was trying to potentially kill us. I've or the, something along that Yeah, line. can you remember I, that? I, I, well, I think it all came about because. I, <laughs> Unbeknown to anybody else on the kind of trip, I know that I've been approached by another team, uh, Anderson's Racing. Oh. Um, me and a couple of other guys. And I think I fessed up to you because um, I didn't know whether to announce it because this was in inverted commas, 
I think it, I think I remember this was twenty odd years ago, yeah, and I was yeah. like, um, <laughs> but it's like it, it, it was obviously it was playing on my mind, and I think I fessed up to you and I was telling you, and then I fessed up to everybody else, and that was it. He got the hump, didn't he? Um, that was right. I remember. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and he used so to go. Maybe trying to knock you off, mate. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he got wind. Yeah. Um, but unbeknown to me, I think you'd been approached by a compensation group at the time. Um, I think. Yes, I was. I was talking to Phil Lee at the time. I think. Mm. And um, yeah, there was murmurs of things getting set up. So. I think it was all going on at that time. Yes. Um, but no, it was pretty good. I, the, I like the old, the idea of getting that team together. And I think there was me, was it me, you, Gary? Well, who it, were just saying? Me, it. you, Gary. Me, you, Gary Dixon. Was it. Uh, and yeah. it was Disco, but there was Gary Potts and Fatty, Adrian Yates. And I think they were all going to be part That's, of the race. Their meet was there or something, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, but on, right. on the holiday, there was just those four, wasn't there? And I think Gary went after the first week. That was right, yeah. The second week, me, you, and Disc, we never saw him. He went off on his own. If you correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a big climb out of Torox up to Granada, and he said he did it on the big ring. And both me and you looked at each other, and <laughs> he's like, are you for real? He was blowing blowing out of his rear end, yeah, mate. It was absolutely. nowhere near the big. The only big ring he was on is the one at the back, not the one at the front. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I see. I seem to. Be, yeah, I seem. Yeah, it was. It was straight out at the end of that driveway, and it was straight into that long climb. And it was yeah. quite a good. It was quite a quite a nice climb up there. And um, I seem to remember when we when we um, the briefing before we left before we left the country is that we were going to be doing you know some quite hard miles, um, steady steady um, you know base training etc yeah. etc. Et and he gets there and. Yeah. Well, that second was, week, uh, I think it was. I think it was done before it even started. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, he's cooked. Um, but like I say, you can't go out riding the locals every night and expect to go train. But that second week, he got the hump so badly. I think it was just me and you went out that second week every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, it must have done. Yeah, his, that was good, right. Yeah. Yeah, because I know when we came back, we we all like I say I went to Anderson's Racing. You went to Compensation Group, uh, and in two thousand and two, by that. June, the National Junior Road Race Championships, mate. Come on, tell me all about that. Because <sighs> what can I say, mate? It was. Oh, uh, I, I tell you actually, what. I credit. I credit that. Uh, that that week. I think that fortnight that we did in Spain was like the perfect. Um, basically, the perfect. You know, what I'm trying to say. Base training. Perfect think, start, really. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It, it yeah. laid the found. It laid the foundations. For the whole year, I reckon, because yeah. it, we just got so much good, solid, steady miles in. Like nothing stupid. Not you know, we weren't you know trying to bloody fry each other, but it was just long, steady little ring stuff. And it's just what you need just to lay that foundation. And that was that really benefited me, to be honest. Um, just been able to get them, you know, like yeah, steady miles in. We've you know, people that you can actually ride with and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, and by June, by June, mate, we, uh, we had this, mate. You were pinging, mate. That's, uh, <laughs> that looks like a gold medal, mate. It's a gold medal, mate. It's gold still, it's medal. come all the way here with me, mate. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not surprised, mate. I think, uh, I think but, I'd be wearing um, the jersey yeah, as well. Yeah, no, it was, 
it was good. That that race was a pretty good race, actually. Um, yeah, so well, I the read rest the report. Yeah, I read the report and I looked at some of the names on the finishing sheet because there's I think 59 started, only 35 finished. But there's two names on that finish sheet, uh, finished about seventh and eighth, I think. And it's Geraint Thomas and Mark Cavendish. Now, how yeah. many people <laughs> can say that they've beaten them two in a national road race championships? Yeah, um, to be honest, mate, them guys, um, Mark. Yeah, he's when I that in that time when he he's at that age when we were competing together, he was like a totally different guy. Like he was, he was not not dedicated. You wouldn't say dedicated. You know, he didn't have that. He didn't have that speed that he's got. Like that he has as far as sprinting goes. I did a lot of racing with him. I spent. I, I've actually spent quite a lot of time with him just to get like per like you know at meetings and at races and stuff me and him went uh we went on the um junior team to do a race in the the uh, junior tour of Ireland so there was me Mark Cavendish um I think it was Matt Bramier yes um Richie Bowen and I think it was one of the guy I can't remember his name um at this stage but yeah there was five of us I think we went to Ireland um we were all basically staying in um, student accommodation. So the accommodation that we were at was like dorms, student rooms, etc. And he would just get around in his scouse, get here. You know, he's, 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 he's from Isle of Man, but he liked to call himself a scouser because he was Liverpool, I think it was Liverpool Century. Is it Liverpool Century? Uh, Royal Club. Um, yeah, and he just used to just, yeah, go to the off license, come back with bags of blooming. Harry Bowes and chocolate and cans of Coke and just, yeah, he wasn't, he, he just absolute total polar opposite of what you think. And actually on the way back from that race, me and him, and I think, I think he was called Mike Taylor, which was the team leader an old guy who was running the team. Me, Mark and Taylor drove back in this van from um, Ireland to Taylor's place in Buxton, I think in Derbyshire. So we um, got the ferry over and there was me, basically all stood, me me and Cav and this other guy sat in the front of this van. And I can remember just driving back and it was pitch black. It was pissing down with rain and it was just, yeah, it was it was grim. It was bad weather. And yeah, we were just going on about the race and this tailor's like, you know, man, talking to Mark and he's like, Mate, if you don't, if you don't, you know, pull yourself together, you're never going to get anywhere in this in this game. And I remember those words, and and pretty much said to him, you know, you, but you're never going to get anywhere if you carry on how you are. And I, I remember it clear as day. And um, yeah, then look what happened. So, but yeah, it was it was really weird because we shit we we went back to his house like on the way back from the race. I was getting my dad to pick me up the next morning, and we were sharing. We're, we're staying in his house and we're in the front bedroom of his house. There's two single beds in his bedroom. It was me in one of them and Cav in the other. And we just laid in there for ages, just talking. And he was just going on about, oh, you know, F this, you know, it's a lot of, you know, I can't be bothered with it. He's too hard. You know, he was getting hammered at this point. Like, he was a big lad, but he couldn't climb. And um, all them races in Ireland are really lumpy and really heavy races. And he was just getting smashed, so... Yeah, he got a bit of a tune up and yeah, got told that he would never get anywhere in this game if he didn't pull himself together. And now he's like 30 odd stages and world champion. And 
unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. So, yeah, I've got, I've, I've got a few, yeah. Like, we used to always, like, sort of hang out a bit and, and he used to do a lot of races. He actually used to do a fair, fair few races down at Preston Arena. You know the arena down at yes. Preston? Yes, I remember and Preston. He would Very come sandy, and do the, I remember rightly. Uh, yeah, and the um, Lancaster... Um, oh, Saltaire, eh? Saltaire, yeah, yeah Saltaire. Yeah, yeah. So he did a few there too, but that was when he was part of, I think it was, I think it was at Liverpool. Uh, I can't remember what the... Was it Mercury? Was it Mercury? I can't remember what the team was called I think it was some at Liverpool RC, maybe it's Liverpool RC or something right. like that. But um, yeah, that was probably when we were like, yeah, probably 16, 17. Um, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty strong, but it wasn't, you know, you wouldn't, you would never think of, out of everybody that this guy's going to be, you know, yeah. The, yeah. The, the guy you turned into. So, um, and same again with Garrett Thomas, he was always a really strong guy. He was one of them guys that had, had turned up on, like the cheapest bike you could find, like, and just smash everybody. Like he was just strong as an ox. Like he would just, he'd just ride you into the ground. Don't matter how good you were, like how strong you were, he would just, he'd just ride you off his wheel, whatever he was. You could, you could put him on a unicycle and he'd still, he'd still <laughs> drop you. So, but yeah, he was, he's just, he was really strong from a young age too. So, but yeah, and to be honest, I think it's, um, you know, the, they at that sort of time sort of after 2002 2003 sort of 2004 is when like british cycling sort of started to um get a lot more um like publicity they started doing a lot more um like recruitment and bringing on people in, in, in a lot more sort of um you know like programs through different ages and stuff like that so that's what brought i think a lot of people that's what i think brought a lot of people through um and yeah, so it's yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good time. So, um, yeah, those guys have done pretty well, as you can see. <laughs> Which brings me on to the race itself, because it, I think it was a, a, a tough old course. Um, where was it? It was. It was. Um, it was in. Um, was it in Kent somewhere? Down Kentway, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was down south. It was a fair way away, actually, and um, the course was. It was windy that day. It was really windy, and the roads were just, you know, there'd be sections of it which were just like, you know, really heavy potholes all over the show, um, you know, chucking a bit of blooming cow cow crap on there too, and a bit of everything else. And it was it was a it was a great day. It was sunny. It was a really warm day. Um, but at the end, on the finishing the finishing straight, was a long hill from the bottom. You could see this hill probably for the last sort of kilometer. You could see the road coming around to it, and then it was rising up, and you could see the finish on the top of the hill. And um, yeah, it was it was a really really hard course. It was like it whittled a few people down straight away. So, and I was actually quite lucky to be fair because that group that we and that I ended up in, I think we went on the. I think we were. I think it was the first lap, or I think it was in the first ten minutes that that group actually went. And that was it. it never, we never got caught again. Um, I, yeah, there was a few sort of strong guys in there, so I decided to go with that straight away. And within, yeah, it sort of just race really sort of just shut down after that. That group went. I think there was probably um, probably eight of us in the front group, and um, yeah, after that, it sort of the back group just sort of disappeared really. So, like you say, Calvin, Geraint, Thomas, they they missed that. They missed it straight away. So. 
and back in, you know, when you're that young and them days, no one's eager to do any work. No one will work with everybody's looking at each other. And as soon as it's gone, that's it. If you're not there, you're out of it. So <laughs> people are still reluctant to do any work. Oh, <laughs> so nothing's it was, changed. It was a good group. It was a really good group. And I was, I felt really like, even at the end, like at the finish, I was, I knew when I got to the bottom of the hill, I was like, this is, I've got this because I was just, yeah, it was one of them days where I just felt really strong the whole day. Like, no, no, didn't even feel tired. It was weird. Really, we never felt that good before. <laughs> so, and it's funny actually, because the night before we got there, when we were, me, my, me and my parents, when we were, um, on our way down there, we, we were staying, I think we were staying in the travel lodge not far out of the, the town. And I think on the way down on the Saturday, there was heaps of delays on the road. So we got delayed and we got there, re- we got there really late. I think we didn't, I don't think we got there till about half eight at night to this travel lodge. And we're like, oh, I need to get some food. You know, it's the night before. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to end up eating baked beans here or instant noodles. And um, yeah, the travel lodge, they had like a, like a pub next door, like a beef eater or a little chef. <laughs> anyway, we, we ended up just going there. And I think I ended up eating a blooming steak, chips, um, full, full carvery, basically, like not your typical pasta and carb loading sort of thing. And um, yeah, I had these steak and chips, mate, and went like a, went like a good one the next like day. Like a train. Went like a yeah. train. So I, I think I looked at the report and it was a kind of almost like a selection process, the national juniors for the worlds in Zolder. Uh, and yes. for me, and, and and I'll stick my head on the block here, as a national champion, it's a shoo-in. You automatically go to the Worlds. That wasn't <laughs> the case, was it? It's like, what happened yeah. there? Was it a case, your so, face doesn't fit, or what? It's like, no, it, it was, was criminal. Well, yeah, it was, because that really, yeah, for a while, that didn't, like... Yeah, I was pretty disappointed for that for a while. And up until that year, believe it or not, the year up till 2001, that was the case that the na- whoever's the national champion automatically qualifies, gets, gets a, a place basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the year that I get there, now nah, it's all changed. So what we had to do is basically we had to go down to, I think it's Al Sager in Stoke. Um, and the British Cycling had like a centre there. Basic, basically, we had to do a ramp test. So you have to do a ramp test to and achieve a certain score to um, basically say, "Yeah, you're good to go." So okay. So this is basically, if it, you know, a ramp test is basically you get on a bike and they just start it off easy and they just increase the resistance until basically your heart comes out of your mouth and you're finished. So. Um, yeah, I had to go down to Alsager. So it's um, and the same again. Actually, we didn't. We got there. We had. We got there a bit later than we should have done. And I, I just wasn't. I knew when I was in the car on the way down. I was like, I'm not going to do good on this because I just don't feel like, you know, I just didn't feel like I was, you know. How did you do one? Like, I just I wasn't, one wasn't feeling it. Because if you have never done a ramp, one yeah, if you've never done a ramp test, then your first no. one that you do is like, well, now I know what to expect. Your second one, yeah then yes it was um it was hard too when i got there and literally we turned up at this place like the address they gave us and it was like we drove into like it looked like some like derelict army base like drove through these metal gates and they were basically imagine just a house in the middle of these grounds and it was literally like 
just a bungalow was just plonked. It was just a house. It was a house, but in there they had like it set up different rooms set up for different things. And um, I can't remember the guy, remember the guy who was there, but it wasn't like accommodating. We just sort of got there. They were like, yeah, right, cool. You're on in whatever. No sort of like, no nothing, no introduction, no nothing. And I got on this thing and I was just, yeah, basically um, got there. They, they chuck my pedals on because you take your own pedals and your own shoes. And yeah, got on this thing. And I knew as soon as I got on it, I was like, I just, I'm not, this, I'm just not feeling it. And um I didn't do too bad. I just I just missed out on the on the um I think I just missed out by yeah, a couple of bars or whatever it was. Um but basically they just put you on it and they just they just send you on it until you, you know, just ride as hard as you can, just you know, yeah, go through the resistance until you can't do it. And it was it was it was a load of BS really because you know, you know, the self like it's not necessarily the strongest man that wins the race. So it's yeah. like you can't base it all on just how strong you are. And um yeah, when I was there, Craig Cook, he'd just done his um so Nicole Cook's brother, he was yes. he was third in the, the race. Nationals. Yeah. Um he had just done his and he was just like I think he got through, I think. Um but yeah, he, he got through just by the skin of his teeth, but he said he's got he looked at me and he goes it's just, it's just, it's just not, it's not the right way of gauging anything whatsoever. I mean, I don't even know if they still do it these days. I know they do do them sort of things, but I don't think, well, I wouldn't imagine that they use it for like a criteria process. I don't exactly. Know. I don't think it'd be used as a process to determine whether you go to the worlds or not. That's for sure. And it's like, mm. there's been some kind of agenda there. And it's like, they've got somebody who they've thought, hold on, who can we take to Zolder? And what yeah. reason can we give not to take somebody else? And it just stands to high heaven in my books. Um, it was, like, I was really, because, yeah, it was, I was pretty, pretty pissed off with it, really, because, um, you know, and then I was sat at home, obviously, watching it on the telly <laughs> and just thinking, oh. and, and I think from, I think when I remember watching it, I was like, it looked, it just looked easy when I was, you know, like the guys that were in there and the guys that were in the front. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I could be in there if I tried hard enough, but. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't to be. So, and yeah, sort of after that, I just yeah, I sort of a lot of it lost a bit of interest and what have you. And things are it's so hard. I've been doing it for such a long time, and you just feel like you're not you know you're not getting anywhere. And and that was sort of like a bit of a you know a bit of a kick in the teeth as well. I was just you know you look at who they do take compared to you know and you think you should be in there. And like you say, every year up to that point, everybody you know yeah person it was first up to that point had always ever gone and i was like wow you know the first year that i get, get exactly. it out it's like yeah, man, i'm not doing that anymore um i'm, so, I'm, hopefully, but yeah, I'm hoping no, it was it, it was yeah it was a bit of a, bit of a pill to swallow but oh yeah um like i say i hope there's somebody out there regrets that decision um because it's <laughs> like yeah it's uh it's the wrong one and like and rightly so it's you know you can turn your back on it um and i think I'm not aware of you actually really competing to the same level that you did do after that. Um, no, I went and... into the, um, the um, yeah, the under 23s that was the next, because uh, that year, yeah, 2002, 2003 was the start of, would have been the under 23s. Um, and that was, yeah, it sort of, it was, it was a different sort of ball game after that. It was a different, it was obviously, it was a lot harder. Um, but yeah, just from sort of that time on, it was 
yeah, not like you say, it was just a bit of interest and just, yeah, I don't know, really, a few things, I suppose. What, beer and women? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> but, I, I, but it was, yeah, like it was said, definitely you, you a lot different. I, like I, that I, time, it was, sorry. There was yeah, no, no, like, no, I was um, just thinking, yeah, it's, I, I know I turned my back on cycling for a good part of 10 years. Uh, like I said, totally disillusioned with the whole thing. And I think that was part of it for me. It was like, well, hold yeah. on. I know I was never going to compete for the country or anything like that. But it's like, hold on, this just seems, uh, not corruption is the wrong word, but it just didn't feel right. It didn't sit well with it, me. And it's like, no, there was, I, I walked away for a while. Um, I've come back the now. The way it was all sort of yeah put together was very, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very strange. That, that criteria, that process, the, I never actually got told. They actually sent me a letter in the mail um i literally they didn't say you know after the event or anything like that there was no sort of you know after the race and etc it was still you know um i was under the impression i was just like yeah cool that's it you know i'm going etc etc i think it was that it could have been like that week that following week um yeah we got i got a letter off the bcf and it was just a letter saying this is the criteria this is the selection process basically for zolder um and you've got to do you know x y and z Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, it's, and, and, but from that point on, I think like the years following that, that's when I think it, it all changed sort of there. You know, like I said before, like people started getting a bit more help and they sort of changed the ways. I think they sort of changed the way that they, um, you know, select things and sort of people and, and sort of, you know, you, you could see a lot of people coming through a lot quicker. Whereas them sort of earlier years, it was like you just got to sort of try and do it yourself and, and get get to where you want to be without much assistance, basically. Um, and it was, yeah, it was it was a hard slog. Um, and yeah, especially when you weren't getting much help yeah. or, or much recognition, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was it was good though. It was it was. Um, like you say, you did it yourself, mate. I raced against you plenty of times, and blooming. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's good fun. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly, that Zebra course. I look at. I look at that Zebra course now. That's a tough old course. I was. I was thinking about that actually um, last year, yesterday, before I was going to ring you. I think we did a couple. Like, I can't remember who organised them races, but it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was it. The League International. It was TLI yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. 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 That TLI. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that went out Zebra up to Kirk, up to that. Up to Kirby Steven, Kirby Steven, yeah, Kirby Steven. It's like to race it. It's, it's, a, long, like, that's it's a long drive up that hill, yeah. Eh? yeah. <laughs> and and sketchy coming down that little corner that you turn off left to Ravenstondale, it's gravel. You're about forty mile an hour. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. we must have been raged, absolutely raged. So. I remember going down that hill, mate, and I'm sure I, I, I nudged 60 mile an hour going down there because I remember I was behind an Asda wagon and <laughs> it passed me. Just, I think I'd actually, I think I was at the top. I think I got away from you lot at the top by myself. And um, he just passed me as he was going over the top in this blooming Arctic truck. You <laughs> and, got drafted um, downhill. <laughs> I got drafted yeah, down it, yeah. And by the bottom, he was holding me up. I was about six inches off his back bar. And, Christ. Yeah. Like I say, going around that corner at that bottom, there's an off-camber corner. Yes. And it was, oh, it was lethal. There was like loose gravel on there. Yeah. And oh, 
Yeah, it was crazy. But it was so good. Like then I was yeah, that was a good course. I really like that course. We did it a couple of times, didn't we? Yes, yes. I remember yeah. racing it a couple of times and uh, I that... remember I remember I remember you turning the screw a few times up that hill too, mate. I remember yes. being on your back backside yeah. trying to sunshine trying to hang on. The, the sunshine's <laughs> on the dog's ass once in a while, mate, that's for sure. <laughs> um Who's got the jersey Man, now? Good. Where's the jersey? Where's your jersey at? I've got two of them, I think. I've got, I think they're at home at my parents' place. I think one of them's in my wardrobe. And I did have one in a frame, a glass picture frame, like the old Lance Armstrong, uh, Lance Armstrong <laughs> job. I think I've, I think it's still there. It might yeah. be might be under the bed or in a wardrobe or something, but um yeah, still got them. No, a bit really small am. now, mate. <laughs> well, okay. Have you ever, ever been tempted to get back on a bike just to ride for yourself? Yeah, I have actually. Um I would like, um, I'd like to get myself another road bike and just, you know, do a bit. And like over here, like the weather's perfect. Um, I've actually got a mountain bike and I've got a trailer for the kids. So I put one of these trailers on the back, chuck them in there. And um, it was actually funny. I think it was last year I was out on, a, on one of the cycle ways near here. And I just had my mountain bike, nobly tires, two ki uh, one kid in the back, um, flat pedals, trainers. On this cycle path, it was just coming up to this hill, and this bloke passed me on this um, like road bike, and he never said a word to me. So I just, I was like, all right, you know, I was, I'm pretty sociable. He just put his head down and just wrote, kept riding past me at his speed, and I was like, not having this. <laughs> dropped it a couple of cogs, <laughs> dropped it a couple of cogs on this blooming bike. It was about 36, about 36, 37 degrees. It was red hot. And I was already pretty fit. I was already feeling it by this point. And this guy passed me and that was it. I was sat about a millimeter off his back tire. And all you could hear is my bike, you know, like the noblies. Oh yes, like a Lancaster <laughs> bomber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I kept seeing him like looking down over under his bar and I'm there like gritting my teeth, <laughs> pulling this trailer like up this hill. And I kept on him for ages, ages, a couple of Ks I kept with him. And then eventually I was just like, oh, I can't do it anymore. And I just had to back off. But yeah, I was pulling this blooming, trailer with me he never you never said a word to me but i was like right on him and he must have been thinking what's going on here like this <laughs> yeah hilarious but yeah i definitely um definitely want to get like you said, i've got i still got my bikes at home but they're all prehistoric now they're all 19 20 years old all durace nine speeds and all I know that the feeling i still race on durace nine speed mate it's like that's still how got my, yeah. i think i still got a pair a couple of pairs of the original syrian wheels over there yeah and, yeah and what have you so i won't mind pulling all that gear out and getting it built up and making it into a retro but um yeah i think about it but i'm i'm too old now mate i won't be able to get anywhere over here never too old mate. <laughs> never too old hey but um yeah no it was it was it was funny definitely funny that guy on the bike he didn't have a clue what was going on <laughs> um well just leaves me to say thanks very much steph lovely to talk to you uh thanks for sharing that stuff with us um send my love to your mum and dad Alison and martin um i think a big yep. shout out after going out to them as supporting you as a junior it's like i know they've traveled <laughs> up and down the country um yeah Absolutely. My dad used to spend hours reading through magazines, books, trying to put like put together training schedules and basically he just told me what to do and <laughs> well, I always I remember had, I think I always remember seeing Martin handing you a bottle when I was absolutely gasping one day and it's like, oh 
It's like, God, what I'd have given for somebody to hand me a bottle. Like, did he not give you a sick mate? No, uh, he just wafted it under my nose. Did, did he just pull it back. As you uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't going that fast. It's like I could actually probably because you were a threat, mate. You were probably going to beat me. Well, <laughs> I don't think those days were ever the. Yeah. But no, it was. Um, yeah, he spent many an hour at night putting together things and reading through books. And I think it's called the big. I think it's called the black book or the big black book or something. It's like a Pete Reed, Pete Reed racing manual. That was Pete the one. Reed, that's Pete it. Reed. Pete Reed yeah. book, the black book. So that's what I used to follow. Basically, that's yeah. all I had. Yeah, and um, oh, that was the Bible back then. To... Yeah, every any, yeah. anybody who was anybody was reading the Pete Reed, and that was Pete it. Bible. So, um, no. yeah, it was um, it was tough. But yeah, plenty of good, plenty of good races out there, mate. And ten time trials, mate, going down to Kent Valley on a on a ten. Well, I'm being told you can't ride because you'd punch it on the way out. <laughs> Derek Tunstall, he's got a lot to answer for, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, like... I remember rocking up, mate. My first ever one I did, I think I was about fifteen or sixteen, and I was on my dad's ribble, big blue thing. It was a bit big for me, but it was all right. It was a road bike. <laughs> And it was at Sharp. It was, um, it was the, I think it was the 10 up to uh, like Kendall Caravans. Where you turn ah, that's the one, Jungle, Jungle 10. Jungle. Yeah, Jungle Cat. Um, yeah, Jungle Cat. Oh my gosh. And you know, you, you know, do you know this course? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's, you know, like sort of trying to sort of say, like, you know, scary, man. Scary. Like, scaring me. Yeah. Like, holding on to my seat. Like, I was wobbling about it. I don't think you could hold me up probably. And yeah, he's a bit sort of, um, bit surprised but you know back in them days mate they didn't any any new face was a bit of a which is yeah. a bit different you know yeah no it was good so yeah well, good all good stuff, mate excellent um hopefully i'll speak to you soon give us a shout next time you're racking the country and uh yes we'll, we'll get out for a i think you call it a cold one over there it's like a coldie mate a coldie yeah yeah, um, yeah. love to see you mate you're looking well yeah um, my love to the family, and uh, yeah, get back out on that bike. Well, mate, I'll give you I'll give you a bell next time. Perfect. I'll be next time I'm there, whenever that'll be. We'll uh, well, yes. go for a spin. Lovely, I'm up for that. Good <laughs> Thanks, Simon. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Soon, mate. Thanks. Take care. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. This week's Time to Ride podcast was brought to you by the Spokesman Bespoke Bicycle Wheel Building and Repairs.